What's, what's it about all of us old club and music guys that drove us into crypto? I, I think it's because, again, it's the same thing. Like, we want to be on the cutting edge. We want to do something different, right? And honestly, crypto's got that great vibe, right? Like, I mean, look, we're here in Miami. We got people riding bulls, right? Oh, we're oh, 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 nice save, actually. Oh, yeah. oh, there we go. You know, it is about the hype, right? You know, crypto is a meme, right? And so, you know, so we're, you know, exactly the hottest clubs, you know, back in New York and back in the day, right? And just like that, you like, we want to give away, you know, instead of coming to the club, let's give away one Bitcoin for riding the bull. That's dope. This episode is sponsored by Bullish and Vori. Please stay tuned for more information on both of these amazing companies later in the episode. Centralized exchanges offer quite a bit of functionality and familiar platform to the exchanges that we've traded on in other assets, but not your keys, not your coins. On the flip side, decentralized exchanges allow you to custody your own assets, but they generally lack the functionality that you get on centralized exchanges. Well, that's changing now with exchanges like Bullish. Chris Bresenio from Bullish broke down for me why it's so important to have this perfect, perfect mix of centralized and decentralized functionality and why that's the future for us of how we're going to trade and invest in our assets and also, maybe more importantly, to earn yield as liquidity providers. First of all, we're at Bitcoin 2020. This yep. place is absolutely bananas and we've got I know, the Dude's bullish bull riding. Bull. I know, it's crazy, right? How'd you come up with the bull? So it's actually, okay. So we, we heard that the, we heard they were gonna actually have a mechanical bull. And I was like, we have to get it, it's fantastic. Like, what better way for bulls to come out and introduce itself to the world than actually doing the, sponsoring the bull at Bitcoin 2020. And so that's really what we're here about. This oh, is really bullish coming out party. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been, as we're recording, a couple weeks. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we, you know, we launched almost four months ago. Uh, and you know, this is no one really knows who we are. We're not listed on any aggregators, and so it's like you know we're already a huge exchange, and nobody even knows that. But that's intentional. Yes, it right. is. Actually, it is. Yeah, yeah talk about is. that. Yeah, um, you know, so you know, we we really you know we we really strive to sort of build this business, and, and we're focused on institutional clients first, right? And it's really to sort of you know to get the volumes to really grow the exchange, uh, you know, and so. Now is really, we feel like we're, we're at the stage where we want to let everyone know that we're ready and that we're here. So that's sort of like the opposite approach that I think we generally see in crypto, which oh, is like create exactly. a exactly. shit ton of hype. Exactly. And then hope that we can like exactly. catch up with products. Exactly. Exactly. And, we, and we've done the exact opposite, right? So we, we built a solid product, we made sure the product works, and now we're hyping the crap out of it. But you guys have like crazy volume already. We do, we have really, really crazy volume. So we've actually done over 14 billion uh, in volume already in just four months, right? And you know, when it comes to the BTC USD pair, we're basically just below, we're number four, right? So we're actually below uh, uh, FTX uh, and, uh, sorry, we're below FTX, we're low, below Coinbase and below Binance. But, but those all switch anyways. Yeah, and yeah. we're already above Kraken and, and Gemini, which is fantastic, right? In just four months, that's crazy. Right, but that means it can't be retail. No. Right, because they, no, not at all. that's not at all. Just literally so just it's, a it's numbers a, game. Exactly. So really, our, most of our client base right now is, is all institutions, right? We are open to retail. Uh, you know, we're actually in already 40 plus jurisdictions, but you know, it, it really is institutionally focused right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you build, I mean, I, I guess that's a huge differentiator in this business, right? I mean, you're the head of marketing. 
Yeah, I mean, so it was like, kind of a unique challenge. Yeah, no, I would say I would say it was bullish. As you know, so like most crypto, right? It's or it's you know, crypto started off with the people, right? You know, we've sort of sort of done the opposite, right? So we started off with the big players first, and that, and we our plans to then go out to everyone else, you know, and really give them an opportunity to actually take part in that huge market action that's already happening, right? We really see, see ourselves as becoming a really important part of the market structure, uh, you know, of the crypto ecosystem. Right, and it's funny because I don't know how long have you been in crypto. Uh, since 2016. Okay, so same, literally the same as me. Yeah. So you remember like in 2016, 17, we had this narrative of like the institutions are here. Yeah, we I, were so that's, wrong. That's, <laughs> that's what got me to leave Bloomberg, right. right? So I was at Bloomberg. It was actually, it's pretty funny. I was saying we need to do actually a crypto index exchange. Everyone thought I was crazy. So I left, started my own crypto company. And exactly, and that's exactly what happened. We hit crypto winter. But I think we're here. I think we're falling at that tipping point, right? Like the institutions are already here. They're coming in. You know, we actually have a lot of big institutional clients. and. Actually, at this conference, there's actually, you know, even this is really retail focused, there's already tons and tons of institutions here, right? You know, the Goldman's, the JP Morgan's, they're actually here walking around. You can see them in their trader vests, right? They're, they're already here. <laughs> you can still find them, exactly. even if you pick them out of guys. Exactly. Like, it's like uh, Steve Buscemi walked in, hello, <laughs> exactly. fellow kids. Uh, like, whatever Exactly. Yeah, I feel like that's us, though, because, you exactly. know, we've been around. Yeah, it's, it's those are the weird Goldman guys in the corner. I'm currently wearing the most comfortable clothing on the planet. Are you? Unless you're wearing Vori, then your answer is obviously no. Guys, if you've listened to my live streams, then you've probably heard me rant and rave about this incredible company. We love them so much that we reached out and did a sponsorship deal after I've already been talking about them for months. Yes, it's athletic wear, but you can wear it almost anywhere, and it's the majority of my wardrobe. Seriously, I wear these clothes all the time. If they would make a tuxedo, I would have worn it to my wedding. And you can feel great about wearing these clothes as well because they're offsetting 100% of both their carbon and plastic footprint. Guys, wearing Vori is an investment in your happiness and your comfort. I am serious. These clothing are incredible. Get 20% off of your first purchase at Vori.com slash Melker. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash M-E-L-K-E-R. If you're not wearing these clothes yet, you need to go get them right now. Have you ever been trading crypto and during bouts of high volatility had your exchange go completely offline or seen the order books go thin and have absolutely no liquidity for your trade? I know that you have. It's happened to every single crypto trader, but it's not an issue anymore thanks to Bullish. Bullish is a powerful new exchange for digital assets that offers deep liquidity, automated market making, and industry-leading security. Combining the innovations of DeFi with the regulated environment of traditional finance, Bullish empowers users to trade with confidence across variable market conditions while secure in a regulated environment that's backed by multi-billion dollar liquidity contributions from the Bullish treasury. Follow at Bullish on Twitter or visit bullish.com slash Melker to learn more. All right, so you were... <laughs> You have a crazy story, right? And it's similar to mine. Yep. I know. The, I was a DJ and sort of music producer. Yep. You were a doorman club promoter. Yeah. So I, that's how I, you know, started off. You know, I was, I was actually a, door, I was a club promoter, door guy. You know, did like limelight tunnel club back in the day. The church. Early, early 90s, exactly. Uh, you know, and then yeah, got in, got into, got into. I was actually then I became an early, uh, you know, web uh, tech guy. Got in, got into that, and then eventually actually got into Bloomberg actually doing a startup within a big company, actually one of the first robo-advisors called Bloomberg Black, which is pretty crazy. So then got into fintech, and then from there got into crypto. So, uh, so was it was that just sort of like a job evolution, or was it at some point you orange-billed yourself, or somebody orange-billed you I, and you said, I need to do... I would, always, I would say, actually, I always like being on the cutting edge, right? 
So I don't. I, I always want to be the guy who's involved in the next thing. And so again, you know, crypto. We're here. We're here. That's what we're doing now. Um, so that's definitely what pushed me to get into the space. And I said that you know, sort of doing that from the beginning, right? I always want to be at the like the hottest, coolest, newest clubs. I also want to be in the hottest, newest tech. So I don't know when's the last time you were like at Limelight or the Tunnel. Well, li Limelight's now a shopping thing. It's totally ridiculous, dude. Right. So I, I had uh, DJed at both of those places way back in the day at some point. And then I was doing some Food Network events in my later DJ years. And they were like, you come to this venue and whatever. And I realized it was the tunnel. And I started having these oh crazy, God, like, really? flex flashbacks. And like, <laughs> whatever. And then Limelight became the thing. It's yeah, crazy like, to see what like happened in like New York Limelight. It's so terrible, right? And the other thing is there's so limited cabaret licenses, right? So just to throw those away to, like, make some shopping centers ridiculous. What's, what's it about all of us old club and music guys that drove us into crypto? I, I think it's because, again, it's the same thing. Like, we want to be on the cutting edge. We want to do something different, right? And honestly, crypto's got that great vibe, right? Like, I mean, look, we're here in Miami. We got people riding bulls, right? <laughs> oh, we're giving oh, 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 nice save, actually. Oh, yeah. oh, there we go. Yeah. You know. And, like, come on. We you got know? you on, we got you, man, on tape. <laughs> you know, and again, it's like, you know, it's the, it's the same thing, you know, it is about the hype, right? You know, crypto is a meme, right? And so, we're, you know, so we're, you know, exactly the hottest clubs, you know, back in New York and back in the day, right? And just like that, you like, we want to give away, you know, instead of coming to the club, let's give away one Bitcoin for riding the bull. Yeah, it's awesome. But you, so, I mean, you left Bloomberg, which yeah. is arguably the centerpiece of every institutional legacy system that there is. Right. Right? Those are the guys selling everyone a terminal that they need. Exactly. But now those guys are following Oh, yeah. Like I mean, you, you could have stayed at Bloomberg and eventually yeah, gotten to crypto. Yeah, like, you know, four and a half, five years later. Yeah, exactly. Right when, you know, you know, late to the game, not knowing what's going on, right? And be one of those guys bumbling around asking, like, okay, well, what's the next big thing in crypto? You know, not understanding the DeFi space. You know, again, exactly. Like, you know, you want to get in early, right, and really understand the space. Um, you know, just like you, you and I did. Yeah. I, it was like a forced transition. I'm just too old for that. <laughs> my body, my brain couldn't handle it anymore. Right. It has nothing to do with the fact that I just got too old and nobody wanted to give me gigs. Nothing to do with that. Totally nothing to do with that. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, uh, Scott, like, I was bored. Like, at Bloomberg. Yeah. Like, it was just, you know, I always wanted to be in the next thing. And I was bored. I felt like they were just going to take too long to get in the space. And so, you know, this is really my chance to come in and, and get in. And Bullish is, is a great opportunity, right? Bullish is really ahead of the game, right? You know, it's, it's funny, I, I often, like, people ask me, like, you know, how do you see bullish with the other exchanges, right? So I think of Coinbase as Gen 1, right? Really focused on retail on the street, right? You know, FTX, F, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Like, if we're going go to go to the 90s browser model, right? It's like, it's, it's basically, it's Yahoo, right? Right. You know, then we have, like, FTX, which is more like, you know, it's like, you know, all the, all the next, uh, you, know, search, you know, searches that came up next. I would really say bullish is like Google, right? Like, we're this third-gen crypto exchange. We're the next new thing. We're bringing the best of DeFi, right? But it giving you that, regu that regulated, uh, you know, framework that it really needs to make it accessible to a much larger audience, right? And so that's really the future, right? We're, right, we're like, going to be somewhere in between, right? So, you know, DeFi is going to continue to be out there, go first, innovate, right? And some of us are going to have to sort of take that innovation back and make it accessible to, you know, both institutions. And also, let's be frank, like, down at the end of the day, your grandmother, she's going to get into crypto. It's going to have to be in a regulated, secure fashion that she understands. She's not going to, you know, download a, she's not going to get a MetaMask, download a MetaMask wallet, uh, got rug, rug pulled, you know, understand Well, she will get rug pulled if well, she, she gets, gets her MetaMask wallet. She's going to absolutely get rug pulled. <laughs> she can even figure out how to get her wallet to work, right? 
Um, but yeah, she's not gonna understand you know, how, how to work in that world, right? So we need to have that balance, right? If we wanna have everyone have access crypto. Right, so I, from the marketing side. So people, obviously, we all know that centralized exchanges, people feel like are relatively safe. They're familiar with the order book. They have this robust orders, but not your keys, not your coins. Exactly. And then you have the decentralized side. You talk about where it's like you have your security, exactly. but you have no functionality. That's, you guys are changing that. And you are obviously at risk of being your own bank and suffering a rug pull. So how do you guys thread that needle of you know offering the best of both worlds without, I guess, uh, suffering the, the downsides of both? Yeah, so really that comes down to it's the fact that you know we are using an AMM, right? Like you know, like uh, Uniswap, right? Sushi Swap, any of the swaps, right? Uh, and we have Na name of food. Yeah, exactly. Put swap. Ex exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, you know, but again, we have a regulated framework, right? And again, we and we also have our own liquidity pools, right? And in fact, I, I'll, I'll actually even put it one better, right? So, we also put our own assets into it. We have about three billion in the liquidity pools of our own money, right? That's how much we believe in this product. I don't know anyone else out in this space no. who's actually doing that, right? So we really do eat our own cooking, and we really believe in the product that much. Three billion is a lot. It is a lot. Yep. And so, I've done the walkthrough of the platform, obviously, and. and it's a really interesting model on how people can earn yield in the liquid by providing liquidity. Yep. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah. So, I, so I say you know, bullish is actually got a really interesting product. It's not really a yield product; it's really an earn product, right? And so the thing with bullish is it actually lets you uh, participate in our liquidity pools, right? So you're actually sharing the trading fees that the pools are generating, right? And, and I'll add one even better on that, right? We're not going to pay you in some weird shitty, you know, uh, random crypto token. We're actually going to pay you in whatever you're putting in the pool. So. It's actually USD, for example, USD to BTC, right? So you're going to get back actually dollars and Bitcoin. So that's pretty right. exciting stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think on that side, one of the things I was really impressed with when I did the walkthrough is that we have all these ways to sort of earn yield in, in crypto. Right. But you don't know what they're doing to earn that yield for oh, you, right? Exactly, you, it goes exactly, in, exactly. but then you know, like even if you actually check the wallets, you see that your coins go out to somewhere, exactly. and they're doing something, right? And so they might be actively, literally trading your assets to earn the yield. I mean, this is very transparent and, and obvious, right? Like I'm a liquidity provider. Exactly. I know exactly the coins are staying here. Exactly. No, that's you totally know, it, Scott. That's the thing. Exactly. We're not lending it out to some. You know, we're not letting out some random platform or some third party, right? And also, and you're, you're not staking your tokens and knowing where they're going, you know, what pools are getting mixed in, what other assets they're being commingled with. Like, you actually know exactly where your assets are. They're totally safe, right? Um, you don't have to worry about it. And you're, and you're actively sharing in these trading fees, right? And really, you know, because we have all these big institutions already here, right? It really is the real market making, you know, for, for the, you know, for the market, right? And so, act, you know, really active, actively being in it, right? But your average person can do it. Exactly, exactly that, yeah, exactly uh, that. And so, you're the marketing guy for a very institutionally built exchange, right? The yep. biggest money in the world can come here, can participate, yep. but you still gotta build hype, yeah, right? Oh, we yeah. still, we exactly. still gotta do this. And we're still crypto, I mean, you know, so we're gonna do the bull and we're gonna give away a Bitcoin. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, what's the longest that anyone's done so the right bull So right now, yet? one minute, 50 seconds. That is, uh, that yeah, is incredible. Yeah, that's So anything I missed on the product that's uh, worth noting, it's definitely different. Because um, listen, like we're in an environment now, there's a lot of exchanges. Yep. Right? It's a lot of exchanges. You guys have done it the right way, built it from the back. But, you know, how do you... Dip, obviously, I, mean, I, I would say one of the biggest things also about Bullish is, is really we're bringing market, market maturity, right? So because we have such deep liquidity, right? Because we've actually put that $3 billion we mentioned, right? to work in our liquidity pools, right? 
you know, we have deep liquidity. And so, you know, when you come to, if you want to come and buy, right, you know that liquidity is there, it's going to be provided, right? And you're going to be able to really execute at scale, right? I've even jokingly said, you know, we haven't actually put this out on any marketing, but <laughs> we're an OTC desk killer, right? Because you can actually buy at such scale and it's not going to move the needle on the market, right? You know, if you go to these like traditional center limited order book exchanges and you go put a big order and you hear about these stories, the guy who Slippage. buys a million, yeah. you know, a million in BTC, right? And Oops, the market goes one extra zero. Exactly, my bad, the fat exactly, finger. Exactly, exactly. And so again, that's another big benefit of bullish, right? Is that because we have such deep liquidity, we're not going to move the market price when you do, you know, you buy a big order. That's interesting because that's not just good for you as a trader that's inside. Good for that's good for the market because you're not exactly you're exactly. not crashing the market. Exactly, and, that, and, and that's what I mean by price stability, right? You know, and maturity of the market, right? You know, and I think we're going to see this happen more and more, right? As the crypto markets mature, we're going to have more of that stability that comes with time. I love. I just love the crossover between sort of centralized and decentralized. It's funny. I think that people view this polar. You got to be decentralized or centralized, and most of what works is probably like on a sliding scale in between. Oh, exactly, exactly. That you can't build an institutional grade product that Goldman Sachs is going to want to use that's purely DeFi. No, exactly. They will never go. They need the regulated framework, right? So that's exactly it, right? You know, and also to be frank, they need the they need the liquidity, right? Because they want to be these guys are not buying, you know, a couple of satoshis, right? They're buying, you know, they're buying, you know, big orders of Bitcoin or uh, other crypto assets. Yeah, man. Well, this is an incredible, incredible coming out thanks, party. You guys thanks, have absolutely nailed it. I, I love you. He got me into the club last night. I was out there yeah. like Studio Fifty Four, <laughs> Velvet Rope. Who the hell are you? You can tell we, that he had experience. We, did, we actually did. We actually did blow up all the uh, all the crypto party uh, party channels, and like a bunch of people like, yeah, we can't get into the bullish party. The line's way too long. We have to go to some other lame party. So yeah, it is your guy if you ever need to get in. If you ever need to get in, yeah, just let me know. I can't wait to see. Uh, I mean, with this, you're only a few weeks into the marketing. I can't wait to see when you uh, kick just, this just into full wait, gear. Scott. We'll have to talk again at the end of the year. All right, well, we, that's what I like to say. It's like, let's do a six-month, yearly, 18-month update. Let's do it. Because it's e always either we're dead wrong, <laughs> like when it's like price predictions and stuff, or it's like way beyond our expectations. Exactly. All right, man, thank you. Thanks, Scott. It was great, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already left a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do that now. Spotify just added ratings, so please go ahead and click that five star. I'll see you guys next time.